Hey friends, welcome to Spirit Connection Podcast. It is Wednesday, January 17th, 2024, and I am not Doug Addison. My name is Jeff. I am the video editor here at Inlight Connection in recent times. Doug and Linda are officially on sabbatical. So what we're going to do for uh, tonight's Spirit Connection is play for you an excerpt from one of our monthly mentoring meetings. The mentoring meetings are uh, exclusive to partners, and once a month, normally, uh, Doug leads them, but uh, the partners get on a live conference call and uh, are ministered to by Doug. But for uh, the sabbatical period, we have a lineup of, I want to say celebrity, but maybe a better word is highly honored ministers. They are names that you might recognize, like Cindy Jacobs, James Gall, Cheon, and... Uh, if you want to be part of these meetings, it's easy to become a member. Uh, you just go on to DougAddison.com forward slash time off. And you can become a partner for a monthly pledge of any amount. But especially during the sabbatical, we are looking for partners to pledge $55 or more. 55 that's double grace. And for that pledge, you can become a partner and gain access to these awesome meetings, which is really a kind of unique opportunity to be in such a small-knit group with people of this stature. But without any further ado, I would like to introduce the guest speaker for tonight, and the video clip is from Brian Simmons. He is the lead translator of the Passion Translation. Lead translator means he is the author, he is the guy, he's the guy behind the Passion Translation. I know many of you love, love, love that translation. And uh, we were, the team and the partners were really ministered to by Brian when he spoke. And I'm sure you will be ministered as well from this clip. So let's get going. I just want to begin by thanking you so much on behalf of, of Doug and his wife. Thank you so much for your financial support of their ministry, of their lives, and just keep praying for them. Keep keep them uh, right front and center of your prayer list uh, in the next over the next month, really over the next year. Just be praying for them and encourage them every way you can. And I know that it makes a huge difference. Our ministry, we have partners as well, so I I, I get it. I know what it means to connect on that level. So you're you're going to get downloads from Doug uh, that that you'll get nowhere else. So stay with them, encourage them, and be those loving friends that could uh, be around them in this in this day. Amen and amen. So I'm going to go fast, so you think fast and listen fast. Is that okay? I'm going to talk about creativity, the message of creativity. God is a creator. Uh, he has a message of love that only you can bring. If you're addicted to hope, God is going to pour through you with a message of creativity and glory that only you can bring. I love Ephesians 2.10. It says that we are his workmanship. That's King Jimmy. The uh, one translation says we are his masterpiece. It may be the New Living. I can't remember. And that's really close to what the Greek word says. But I, I, let me give you the Greek word and you tell me what it sounds like. Poema. We are God's poetry. 
You are the poetic expression of a loving God, the lyrics of love on two legs. You bring a message to the earth that nobody else can bring. Ephesians 1, 4 says he chose you in love. The word chose is eklegomai. In the middle of that word is logos. So you are a logos out from the mouth of God. You're a message from the mouth of God, and you will not return to him void. You will accomplish that for which you have been sent to this earth to fulfill. There is a divine message and a mandate on your life. And to spark that creativity is going to launch you into the next phase of your life. And that's what we're going to release over you here in the next few minutes. So you reflect a part of God that nobody else can reflect. You're the best you God ever made. Uh, there's not going to be another one. You're it. Nobody else can fill your shoes. So don't ever try to fill somebody else's shoes because you have divine poetry inside of your heart. You just need that spark of creativity to release it through you. I believe we're in a season of unleashed creativity, of a spiritual renaissance, a spiritual renewal that's taking place that's not limited to just, uh, you know, uh, Bethel music or, or upper room. There, there is a creativity that's going to come rolling through you that's going to impact the world. Don't let me have more faith for you than you have for you. So I, I've got enough faith for all of us here today. I've been accused of having the gift of faith. So uh, you can just take some of mine if you don't have enough today. But I'm saying to you, friends, you are going to change the world. You're not going to make a dent. You're going to make a difference. And if I get a little preachy, forgive me, because I, I'm I'm animated today. I woke up caffeinated. I didn't even need that fourth cup of coffee. I, I I've already got it. So. How does that feel, that you're the keepsake of God? You're the divine valentine. You're the romance of his heart. Jesus bled to death for you. He'd rather go to hell for you than live in heaven without you. He gave every drop of sacred blood for you so that he could possess you. He could own you. He could live in you and flow through you. This divine artist, the master artist, has not wasted even one stroke one brush stroke on your life. So don't judge the canvas before the art is finished. You are a masterpiece. You are a creative genius. You just don't know it yet. So I'm going to keep going until you get this. Nobody can leave. Ushers lock the door. Nobody's leaving until you get a smile on your face and you know that you know that you know you are called to create writing, music, art, poetry, you're creating a family, you're creating uh, businesses, you're creating uh, with God, you're joining in to the creatorship of God as you mingle yourself with him, as you join into the divine dance of the Trinity, you become that poetic expression of a loving, glorious God. Amen and amen. Kind of quiet out there in Zoom land, but I, th I think you're hearing me. So the enemy knows that we're at the beginning of a divine harvest. Some of the most creative types on this planet are going to come streaming into the kingdom of God. And we're going to have to uh, partner with them, run with them, roll with them, and let them be who God has called them to be. Tattoo artists, break dancers, rap artists, people that coming from all kinds of backgrounds and ethnic groups are going to come full of creative sauce, creative juice, 
ready to impact the world. So God's about to show off. He's rolling up his sleeves. He's about to take a deep breath and roar into this planet with divine creativity. So in the beginning, God created, right? In the beginning, God created the earth. And he, he, he said, let there be light. He said, there are two basic Hebrew words for said. This is not the most common. This word for said, amar, can be translated, God imagined light. And there was light. God has imagination. And God wants to activate yours. Your imagination is part of your spirit being. If if the imagination of men's hearts were evil continually in the days of the flood, imagine what will happen in a flood of revelation where the imaginations of our hearts are pure and are holy. I imagine my family fully healed, every one of them up to my great-grandchildren, and I've got four of them. I, I, I imagine all of them loving God, serving him, praising him with all their heart. My imagination for my family runs wild. Everybody okay? When God said, let there be light, he imagined it. I like that. I mean, if you think about, you know, before you can create something, you, you, it, it has to be in your mind, in your, in your head. I'm always in awe of like, you know, Teresa Dedman and artists, you know, Ron DeCiani, who partnered with us to do a masterpiece passion translation with his artwork. I'm in awe of these, of these artists, of how they can look at a blank canvas. They look at it and over a period of time, they end up bringing something so glorious and so beautiful. But it starts in our heart and it starts in our thoughts. So here's some thoughts I have to get us going in creativity. Creativity takes us into the mystery of worship. We don't have answers to our curiosity. We only worship. Man was not made to analyze God. Man was not made to uh, put God in his head. What a very small place to put the living God. Uh, the door to truth is not the intellect. The door to truth is the spirit yielded to God. Uh, the intellect is a very, very weak tool in the kingdom of God. Uh, the mind of man is actually an enemy to the advance of the kingdom of God. I'm going to repeat it. The mind of humanity, our thoughts, our mind, apart from God, is an enemy to him. The biggest devil you're going to face in the coming days is on your shoulders. You're going to have to deal with thoughts and deal with getting out of our mind, getting into a realm that goes beyond uh, natural thinking, and step into that eternal realm of the kingdom of God. Jesus was crucified at the place of the skull. Until the cross pierces yours, revelation can't enter. The cross has to pierce the place of the skull, my friend. Golgotha comes from an Aramaic root word that is from where we get the name Goliath. Goliath is the mind of man, that impressive, intimidating, better than you, taller than you, stronger than you, that mentality of arrogance, of religious arrogance, theological arrogance, the know-it-all attitude. 
that has to be, it has to be cut off. And of course, where did David's stone hit Goliath? Where the mark of your beast goes. The mark of the beast is the mind of man. And what we think comes out of our hands, our actions, we live it. Our thoughts and our, our hands have to be set free from the, the mind of man. That's another topic. But worship, in spite of mystery, in spite of not having answers, opens the door to creativity. The purpose of creation is to display the glory of God. And the purpose of your life, in the same way, is to display the glory of God. And you're going to do it. So let me skip ahead here, get down to the brass tacks. Um, I want to talk about how to access the realm of creativity. You ready? Here's how we access this realm of creativity. Uh, you know, friends, just personally, I never would have believed I'd be, I'd be translating the word of God, translating the Bible. I mean, I, I was trained as a linguist. I was sent to the jungle as a, as a missionary linguist. I did assist with a translation process there with a, a people group that never had their own language in a written form. Came back, pastored 18 years. Never thought I'd use that linguistic skill set again. And then lo and behold, Jesus comes into my room, uh, 2009 and, uh, and, and breathed on me and gave me this commission. And I felt the breath of heaven upon my heart. I, if I talk any more about this, I'll start crying, but I, I feel his divine presence with me as I translate. I feel him flowing through me. I feel him helping me. I feel him encouraging me, using me. I'm telling you, there's nothing greater than being an instrument in the hands of God. He has answered my prayer. I started out in the Jesus movement, and I said, Lord, use me. My wife and I, uh, after a long engagement of three weeks, we got married, and we committed to go to the mission field. And our cry was, use me, God. Use us. Just use us. Oh, my. Get ready for God to use you. Everybody say it, even though I can't hear you. Everybody say it. Use me, Lord. I, I encourage you for the rest of this month to, to say that prayer. Just those, those words. Use me, Lord. Three words. And if you get tired of saying, use me, Lord, then start with, let him kiss me. But, uh, those are the simple prayers that will unleash something within you. Number one, how do you tap into the realm of creativity? Here's the on-ramp. It's dreams. Now, of course, I'm speaking to dreamers. I'm speaking to prophetic dreamers. I'm speaking to Doug Addison's partners. And Doug is a premier dreamer and dream interpreter. Like my wife, he has constant revelation flowing into him through dreams but pay attention. God is the one who puts dreams in our spirit. Secondly, your delights. What is your delight? What, are the, what do you really want to do? Follow your God-given passion, and it'll take you to the other side of the rainbow. If you delight in the word of God, the promises are success, prosperity, and incredible fruit. Delight yourself in him, and he's going to delight in you. So I've always had a delight in the Bible. 
I memorized the book of Ephesians, first John, Philippians, Romans, Hebrews. I ended up in the first two years of my salvation, I'd memorized 17 books of the Bible. And you got to realize I was totally burnt out on LSD. The fact that I could even complete a sentence was a miracle. And I didn't know God had wired me for this, that I had the ability to memorize and to put scripture into my heart. And of course, I was legalistic, self-righteous. I needed to learn to love like every newly wed husband, but uh, he turned my water into wine. And the word has become so rich and such a treasure to me. And I guess God knows that he made me that way. And now I get to translate the Bible. I'm in first Samuel chapter 10 and Saul's coming down the mountain prophesying in an ecstatic realm with all the other prophets. And oh, whoo, I feel like I'm translated back in time and I see some of these things in my mind as I'm translating. I, I'm there. I can't explain it, but I'm there. So the discovery of your delight is a key, a master key to creativity. Don't push it away. What is it? Our dreams, our delights. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? Our difficulties, our difficulties, our gateways into creativity. Boy, you're going to expect me to explain that, aren't you? One of the most amazing discoveries I have made as a Bible translator. People ask me all the time, what, you know, what have you, give me the top, one of the top things you've learned. Here's probably number one. The word creativity is found in Genesis, in creation itself. The Hebrew word creativity is the same word as the Hebrew word for pain. Pain and creativity are linked in the spirit realm. Some of the most creative masterpieces have come out of the most difficult traumas. Your trauma is a gateway to creativity. I'm going to park here until you get this because you, you don't, you're not going to waste one tear. You're not going to waste one sorrow. God is not going to let you waste a time of grief or sorrow or pain or trauma, abuse, uh, rejection, manipulation, all the, all the things that, that come at us in life that have marked you. God is not going to let any one of those things be wasted. He's going to, he's called the redeemer and he's going to redeem every trauma in your life and turn it into creativity if you will let him. Now, what about the pain Jesus experienced? Did that birth creativity? Did that birth something? Well, yeah, blood and water came from his side. That comes with childbirth. He gave birth to the heavenly Eve through his pain. So the first mention of pain in the Bible is with Eve, and God says that he will increase the pain of childbearing. He'll increase the pain in childbirth. Isn't it interesting that moms, you give birth, you're creating a life. You're, you're actually creating with God, giving birth to that 
beautiful child of yours or children that you have? And it all came out of pain. And so pain in the spirit realm becomes a a fast track. You know, you go to Disney, you want to get the fast speed pass, right? It's the speed pass into the realm of creativity. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.